Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast, episode number 10. Today's guest is Megan Ford, and we are talking about how you should not give up even though everything is telling you otherwise. So stay tuned. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Today, we have Megan Ford talking with us today. Hello. Hello, friend. Thanks, Kim, for having me on. Oh, just a pleasure. Why don't you give us a little introduction of who you are and how you help people and how you serve them? Yeah, awesome. Uh, my name is Megan, and my business is Be Kind Coaching, and I'm a parent coach. So I love to say that I help parents drink hot coffee, which I'm drinking now. <laughs> <laughs> Stop yelling and truly learn to enjoy raising their strong-willed children. And mm. I do that by helping parents remove punishments. And at first, maybe it feels like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> what do I do instead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's what I teach you to do, what to do instead. And so I have the pleasure of working with parents all over the world. And actually, my past launch, I added parents in Bulgaria and Australia. So truly all around the world. And I just love to watch them grow their consciousness and grow their emotional intelligence and then build on feeling a really solid relationship with their children. Cool. How does all this look like? I mean, personally, being a parent, it's easy to, you know, start yelling and, oh, if you don't do this, we'll take away your iPad or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so easy. So how does that look like? Yeah, it is so easy. And um, I mean, from a biological standpoint, from a neurological standpoint, what yelling does is it trips children and it trips you into your lower brain levels. So your fight, flight, freeze response. Mm -hmm. So they get kicked into a survival sense. And so when I say like, I help parents stop yelling, it's not like a vanity metric. It's not like, oh, I'm just this peaceful, soft. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. no. (laughs) It's, It's, I just help you set very clear boundaries, very clear limits and allow your child to have the choice. And then it just goes into a natural consequence. So for instance, going back to the, you know, iPad, mm-hmm. um, hey bud, you've got five more minutes on your iPad per our agreement. So this is something you would set up before. Right. And if you choose not to follow the agreement, that's awesome. You're just not going to be able to have your iPad time tomorrow. Your choice. Okay. And that then puts the child in the driver's seat to be like, I'm either going to listen to you or I'm not. And I already know clearly what's the consequence, for instance, and it's related to the iPad. So basically just communication clearly of, you know, setting the intention of what this is, how it's going to be. And this is what can happen if you don't do what we agreed on, basically. Yeah. Or, I mean, that's just like a very high level view. Right. Um, (laughs) I mean, like very high level. There's tends to be like four little um, mechanisms of play 
at play, you know, when we're talking about misbehavior. So is it attention seeking? So could it be that they just enjoy you nagging them? So they're going to like wait for you to like start being like the buzzy little nag in your, in their ear um, because they like that attention. Or is it the power where like, I know I'm supposed to give up my iPad, but I'm not going to do it until like the very last so that I'm like, I'm the person in control. Right. Or is it like, no, I'm not going to do it because yesterday, you know, you did this to me. So I'm going to do this. So is that a little bit of like that revenge coming in? Or is it like, if I just don't listen to them, then they'll stop asking me. So like, they'll stop, like they'll kind of give up on me. And so it's really, truly finding like what mechanism that is at play that's supporting that misbehavior. Mm, wow, that all that's sounds like, so like, familiar. <laughs> that's like one step down, right? Yeah, but it all sounds so familiar, but still we're not thinking about it. So it's great to and get it, aware of and that. It, and it's hard because all like typical parenting is like authority over the child. I'm the boss. I'm, you know, I'm bigger. And children, why I say I love to work with strong-willed children is that they're coming in and they're like, no, I know what's right for me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you listen to me. And so it's creating this like power pool that when they're children, it seems like no big deal. But when they get to be adults, that tends to be where like estrangement comes in or family fracture or divorce or just, you know, depression. So those are kind of the big heavy things that I try to solve because that's my story is that I'm number four of five kids. And when I was 22, I called my mom up one day and I said, look, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I spend so much time rebuilding myself and I help other families, you know, reinforce the relationship. And I feel like trash when I get around you because you ripped me apart. And that started an eight year estrangement between the two of us. And it ended three months before she passed away. And we were able to kind of come back and reconnect and reconnect in very clear, honest ways. And now she's been gone for almost seven years. And I now feel like I have a closer relationship to her. Right. But in doing all of this work, I was so angry at her because I thought, gosh, she's like a sucky mom. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like, oh, no, 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 no. She was doing the best she could. She had no idea how to reach me. She had no idea what I needed. She had no idea. And she was doing her best. Yeah. And so that's when I was like, oh, like have this like epiphany of forgiveness and this epiphany of compassion. And it was like, I too was only doing my best. Mm -hmm. And we just needed someone to help bridge that to help us communicate better. Right. Because no child wants to hate their parents. No parent wants to hate their child. No, of course not. I'll that's let... not like, they're not like, here's here. Congratulations. You're a dad. Don't worry. In 22 years, they're going to hate you and you're going to hate them. <laughs> Look forward to it. Like no one does that, but it's the reality of it when things can go spiraling off course. So that's the work that I do is just to help bring everyone back. And it's, it's really awesome. It's really awesome work. Yeah, I can I totally understand. That. I mean, it sounds really inspiring. And I mean, I can totally relate to everything you're saying here, just having two kids. And it's not uncommon that, you know, we yell at each other and, you know, the kids have a tendency to say, you know, I hate you and then run off screaming. And, you know, and of course, we know that they don't actually mean it to just say it because they want to say something hurtful because they are hurt as well. You know, mm -hmm. but, oh, gosh. Yeah. 
It's so familiar. <laughs> and I want you and I want you to know that that's okay. That you're yeah. like still an awesome dad and you still fiercely love them and they still fiercely love you. Yeah. And they're great kids. And the best part is, you know, even though we kind of had our disagreements, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, you know, everything is okay. We say we love mm-hmm. each other. We give each other a hug, you know, and things work out. Oh, of course. Yeah. And yeah. that is, it's that conflict time. That's the con, that's the part that I, that I go in and just like mm-hmm. really nitty gritty help like unkink that hose. Yeah. Cause it's useless pretty much. I, I don't, you know, it doesn't serve any purpose at all. Yeah. I know that you're a James Wedmore. So fan, so that <laughs> the universal, the 12 universal laws of just saying like the universe will give you the same lesson over and over again until you learn it. And that's what that moment is. It's a lesson here to say like, Hey, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. And, um, you know, we don't think about that opportunity when things are calm and at peace. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm rocking it. It's great. And then this like opportunity comes back and then we like work really hard to get through it. But what if we could like show up differently in that moment to make that moment not feel guilty, not feel ragey and to actually help build the connection there. Yeah. So I think it's magic work. I love what I do. Yeah. I can understand that. <laughs> it must be really rewarding once you, you know, get that feedback from the parents that, you know, this is working. We are, our relationship is so much better. Yeah. My favorite is, so the, the, the typical age that I work with is like um, seven and under and like little kids. So I love to say like, I, I want to get you like on that trajectory, like as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's, interesting it's funny because it's like typically like the loudest kids like the most like angry kids and the parents are like ah if I do this thing like they're never it's never gonna work and then they come back and they're like oh my god it worked (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah and they're like it was amazing all I had to do was this and then they did that and they're like okay I've drank the juice and I'm a believer Oh, it was it's really great. So how do you help them? What kind of what's the platform that you're using to help them? I have kind of inadvertently built like a little bit of a school, right? <laughs> so I have <laughs> I call it the the program vault. And um throughout this past year, I think this goes into launching. Every time I launched, I built a challenge. And the challenge that I built was based on feedback from members of the group signature program. So I have a main signature program called how to build your kind family. And then I um, would run that and say, what do you guys want to learn more about? And they would say, I need you to dig more on yelling. So I did a challenge, the five days less yelling challenge and ran that as it's a full embodied mini course, but I ran it as a free challenge Okay. and led that into then funneled that into the group program, ran the group program again. And then I asked, well, what do you want to learn more about? And it was like the start of the new year. And they were like, I want to feel like more empowered. I was like, awesome. I'll build the five days to more empowered parenting. Full embodied mini course, ran it as a free challenge, funneled it into the group program. So now I had three programs. And my Mm -hmm. idea was that I could position joining the group program and you would get those two um, mini courses for free. Right. So then I did it again. And they asked me, they wanted to learn about, oh, then it was March, last March. And I had nothing. I had decided that I was going to drop one-on-one clients. I was only going to be serving this group. But that meant I had nothing on my calendar. So I showed up and served a month-long free challenge called Solving the Mystery of the Misbehavior. So those four mechanisms at play, that attention, power, revenge, I went I like deep dive, dig into those and built a month-long 
free challenge, <laughs> which is like wild to me, like a month long challenge. And it was yeah. awesome. And that gave me the return on that was my first 5k launch. So I, I brought in $13,000 um, from doing that. So now I had four courses. And then over the summer, I built the guide to kind siblings. So then I did like a little deep dive into siblings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how, what I have now. <laughs> so like you have all like, these courses mm-hmm. that they get when they, they join. join mm-hmm. yeah. okay. And then we do um, how to build your kind family. That's the signature course. And that course is seven steps. And so with each step, I have a group coaching call. And then I have um, a Facebook group, which the Facebook group is uh, only like two months old. That oh. was a new addition. And now... Um, being able to organize myself and go in there. Like last night I did a Facebook live and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, I love this like weekly roundup. So that's been mm-hmm. kind of a fun, um, fun bonus now. So that's kind of like the full, the full picture of what I've, what I've built. Okay. Hmm. Almost sounds like a membership. I don't, have you thought about that at all? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, it keeps like, it keeps evolving. Right. So yeah. I just, I just keep taking the steps. But the, last night I was like, Oh wait, this could have been a membership because this could be like a very high ticket membership. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna go. But but that's like what I built now, and it and I don't feel like it fits into any framework because I just feel like I just take the next step and I you know make it up as I go along, like we all do, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, horrible at planning. So why do that? I mean, that's just silly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's been really awesome because now for me in in doing it this way. Well, one, it's been kind of crazy because I don't have any like business metrics to go off of because like I said to you before, I've launched all different ways. So I can't ever compare. I just compare, I compare it to um, how I feel. Like, like, how did this go for me? Like, what did I learn? Mm -hmm. Like, what would I change? And I'll say like the first time I launched, I was like a wreck. Like I, I had like, promised myself I was going to stop biting my nails. Like didn't do that. <laughs> I I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. I was like attached. I was so attached to like checking the numbers, checking to see who's clicked the links, checking to see like, what else could I do? And this last launch I just did, I closed it actually last week. All I did was send emails and show up on Insta stories. So I was like totally detached yeah. <laughs> and was just like the right people. Cause I keep showing up the right people will make it in. And that launch was the sales from that launch was um, like a eleven hundred one hundred ninety one dollars. So it's still a five figure launch. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I can't even say like what I can't even replicate what I did because I. <laughs> <laughs> but still, obviously, you learned something, you know, from doing all yeah. those launches. So, but why don't you just talk a little bit about that journey though, from that first launch to this last launch and kind of take us through that and yeah. how you changed and why do you decided to do things differently every single launch? I think my goal was to build this like school. I've even like thought about <clears throat> looking up the the domain name, like the parenting school, but it's like, it's over five figures to buy this domain. So I'm like, all right, not <laughs> <Wow>. yet. <laughs> not <Okay>. yet. <laughs> yeah, but sometime um, down the line, maybe, yeah. But I think I had like, because what I do is so robust, it's not, it's like a very robust concept. Mm -hmm. And once we kind of shift the paradigm, then I wanted to dig into all these things, you know, so I knew that I wanted multiple programs. I knew that I wanted it to be easy and digestible. Like all of the video lessons are under 15 minutes. So I wanted it to be something that someone could 
um, listen to on in a car ride commute and take a really formative action step. And I knew I couldn't do that just in one program. And so I think when I started, I just was like, how could I just keep adding more value? How could I keep building out this uh, school that I had in my head? Mm-hmm. How could I? How could I keep meeting them? You know exactly where they needed to be. And so the first challenge, I think, and the first launch, I think, looking back, I was terrified, and so my energy was kind of like, I really hope you, you know, come in and do this thing that might make your family better, possibly. Mm-hmm. I I hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if and if you want to pay me, that would be nice. But oh, you don't want to pay me? Okay, that's cool too. You're like, <laughs> I have like this like very like timid timid uh, feeling behind it. And I was just like scared. And I think I attached, I think I just have now learned what like detached from outcome means. And I was so attached. I was attached to what it meant about me. I was attached to what it meant about my business. I was attached to like what it meant for my livelihood. And at the very beginning, only one person bought. And so when that one person bought, actually this, I don't even know if I've shared this with you, a woman who works with my husband she saw all of my messaging and my branding and she hated it. And she actually started, this is like a whole, ah, yes. She started cyber harassing me. And this, this lasted until June of this year. So almost a full year I had been launching and putting my messaging out there and tweaking it and tweaking myself like on how I was going to show up. But all along, I was battling like a cyber harasser. This woman worked with my husband. She she has two children. She hated my mission. She hated what I did. She thought I was exploiting people. Like all of these like nasty things just like kept coming up for me. And what it did is that she ended up creating a Facebook group that had over 3,700 people in it. And they would cyber harass me too. So I was like, I was like... Why? Because they What's wanted, wrong with people? I mean, come on. <laughs> I think all of these people were in support of a, a YouTuber and that YouTuber, their platform is that they feel like they deserve to yell at their kids. Like it's okay to yell at their kids. And if you don't have kids, don't tell me how to raise mine. You know, like all these parenting people, like they don't know what they're talking about. So I fit into everything that this woman was about. Well, why don't you just don't look away. Yeah, look the other way. <laughs> Who cares? If you don't like what you're saying, just don't get involved. Yeah, yeah just don't get do involved. Your thing. I mean, it's not like you're telling people this is exactly what you have to do. Listen to no. me. It's more like, yeah. this is a way that I think is beneficial for a lot of parents. If it's not for you, fine. Go somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere go else. Go yell there at your plenty. kids. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not for me. You know, like yeah. it's not, that's not my life. I like, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Who knows? Um, but but that was the thing that I like through all of these launches. And I think that that was really like all last year, I had to look dead on to my shadow side mm-hmm. because everything that they were talking to saying about me, I was already saying about myself, like, who are you to do this? Why are you doing this? People shouldn't be paying you. You shouldn't be helping people. This isn't helping people. Like, let them just be. That was my mindset. And so I really had to dig and like, look at that and kind of For me, what that looks like is since then, I started um, a journaling process where every morning when I wake up, I write a love note to my inner bully and offer that piece of me, you know, that critical side of me, that piece of love. Because everything that I do, I don't think, you know, being on the platform of kindness, I run an after school program called Kind Club. And a lot of people connect that to an anti bully mission. Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, yeah, like anti bully. And I'm like, 
Kind Club and my business will never be anti-bully because bullies to me, hold on, my cat's going at it. <laughs> um, bullies to me actually need more love and more support and more tools. They don't need punishment. They don't need yelling at. They just need something, something else. And so that for me was like realizing like, oh, I was being a bully to myself and I could try to punish that part of myself. But really what I need is more love, more compassion, more care, not more venom, really. Mm -hmm. So that's was like all last year throughout all these launches, I was kind of going through that too. And it was just like a roller coaster. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, just going at it and trying to launch and trying to show up and just getting your message out there and still have to deal with yourself and all the emotions you got. You still have to handle it from another person or several other persons. I mean, that's just, wow, it's amazing that you actually come through this on the other side with, uh, you know, the power that you have now. And I, I almost gave it up, actually, just before I joined Business by Design, I almost gave it all up, the program that you and I met in. I had launched by myself to that one person. Then this woman started cyber harassing me. So then I went to go get a job at Capital One. And they were asking for people to work uh, from their home if they had a home office. And I was like, oh, I have a home office. I'm sitting in it now. Like, mm -hmm. I gave them a tour of my home office. I said, it's soundproof. Like, I, I have my own like base. Like, no one, I was like, this would be great for helping you do whatever it is that Capital One does. And they came back and they offered me the job. And so they offered me, it was awesome benefits. It was a $40,000 salary. And I took it out to my husband. I said, look, I know like we're like scraping the bottom of the barrel right now. Like we're not in a good space. Like we're both totally frustrated with this business thing. This business thing's not working out in my head, not working out. Yeah. Um, what if I just quit and like, I'll just go get a job. And I remember so eloquently, he said, Megan, if you go and get this job, what's going to happen in six weeks when you see them mistreating the employees or doing something that you wouldn't do or that you could do better? Like, what would you do? Quit and start your own business? Mm -hmm. And he was like, <laughs> I feel like what you need to do is just sit here and figure this out. Like, don't stop giving her your power. Mm. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. And then I immediately joined uh, Business by Design. Like he just, that, that kind of fell into my lap. And I was like, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll invest more money in my growth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I'll be counterintuitive, but yeah. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I should give it up, but what I should really do is invest. Yeah. And, um, and really wildly, I've been able to recoup that salary from working less by building my passion and now having families all over the world be able to kind of come into this movement that I'm creating. And that to me is just like, makes all of last year worth it, all of the crazy launches worth it, all of like the self-exploration worth it. Mm -hmm. someone, someone asked me yesterday, how much money have you invested in your business this past year? And I was like, oh, quite easily 15,000, quite easily because I hired um, a marketing coach. I hired um, my own life coach. I went on business retreats. I joined Business by Design. I started going to therapy. I started um, doing my own personal growth. I you know, went to retreats and, and summits and conferences and I've traveled because I just realized like this whole experience for me was like a slingshot, right? Like all the dark pulls you back and then you just get launched. That's like the most epic launch, right? Like you get yeah. pulled back. <laughs> and right now I'm like all the way pulled back and like in 2020, I'm going to like soar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't doubt that for a second, to be honest. I mean, oh, wow. Thanks. So, you know, you're struggling with the first launch because you had, you know, just one 
people there. She was not very nice, obviously. But how did you actually manage to get to that second launch? Yeah, how did I get to the second launch? I guess I went back and invested in, I joined a mastermind. And the first few moments that we like joined together, I was being very quiet. And then I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to launch in January. But I have to tell you, like, I'm really scared. So the first time I launched was last August. And then I was going to launch again in January. And I was like, I have to tell you, like, I'm, I'm really scared. Like this happened. I'm like, I know I've been like action forward, but now I'm like, I'm scared Mm -hmm. and really just had to say it out loud. And then I told everybody like, I'm terrified to do this again, because I know that it's going to rev everything back up. Yeah. And having that support outside to just be like, yeah, but you can't not do this. Like you have to do this. Like this is what you're born to do. Like you got to do it. That for me was just like exactly what I needed to hear to be like, okay, I got this. And and that first like launch in, and this is, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. <laughs> Good. The, the, the time in January, I was up the night before all like the cart opened, right? I was up probably is like 11 o'clock my time going through everything, making sure all the links work, like doing all the backend stuff. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I clicked the link live to buy, someone bought. Oh, like, wow. I, it was like 11.31 and 23 milliseconds. And they bought at like 11.31 and 32 milliseconds. It was like as soon as I did it. And I remember like I had just set up the CRM that I'd set up is called member space. Mm-hmm. Like I had just clicked live and then member space was like new member. And I thought that I did something wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I like, I like looked at it and I like looked at the email address and I was like, wait, wait. No, what, what? <laughs> and, then I went to, and then I went to, and then I went to Stripe and I was like, Oh my, Oh my God. Oh my God. Someone paid in full. Like literally. Right. And I, I emailed the woman that night. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like blows my mind. So it was like, that was a signal. And I had never interacted with this woman before. Like it was just someone who she said, I knew that I knew that you were launching because you had said you were going to be launching. Yeah. And I just happened to be on the, on your website at the right time. And I just remember that was like the confirmation, exactly what I needed to be like, girl, you got this. Like I got your back. And I just remember like being so like surprised. And then that was just like, that was just the energy I needed that confirmation to be like, all right, just take another step and go. Mm. And that that time I welcomed in seven new families. Yeah, that's great. And then and then in April, I doubled my price mm-hmm. and welcomed in um I believe eight new families, nine new families. And then in July, welcomed in another seven and now I just welcomed in another seven. Oh, seems like it's pretty consistent though. I mean, yeah, like and I haven't spent any ad money. And that I feel like has been a really, it's all been an organic growth, which, mm-hmm. you know, some might say that's great or not, but it's been interesting because it's allowed me to have this safe space. That's kind of what it's felt like to me. It's like, I want to make sure that this is good before I like kind of like blast it. Mm-hmm. And the way that I've been operating has been like very tight knit, very organic because clearly we talk about very vulnerable things. I really wanted to make sure that the right people mm. we take that step. Yeah. And so throughout this whole kind of past year, my messaging has changed from like this like wishy-washy, like here, I can help you like your kids to like, we're talking about like trauma informed and, you know, the effects of the brain and like those kinds of things. It's 
given me confidence to stand here and be like, no, my, I know my work is of value because this is what I'm, I'm helping you to prevent. Mm-hmm. And that has taken like a lot of um, action steps forward to get really confident in like owning my message. Right. You said you doubled your price from the second to the third launch, right? Mm-hmm. And did you do that for the third to the fourth launch as well? So it went from uh, seven forty seven to nine ninety nine. So I didn't double it. So I went seven forty seven, nine ninety nine, and then nine ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine, and fourteen ninety nine to stay at fourteen ninety nine. Hmm. But that kind of shows that you know, I mean, a lot of people get hung up on the pricing, and you know, oh, what am I going to charge? This is too much. You can prove that you know you can double your price, and people still buying and mm-hmm. and paying in full. I'll say too, it's been like yeah. I've offered a payment plan. The 747, there was maybe a two payment plan. And then the 999, I think that had a payment plan, but only two people have taken the payment plan on that one. And then when I jumped it to 1499, I think out of 14 people, I think four people have taken the payment plan, maybe five. So it's been interesting to say that's kind of like been my gauge of like, are more people paying in full or are more people taking the payment plan as kind of like a pricing gauge to know like, am I hitting my limit? And right now, clearly people are still paying in full. So I'll relaunch in January and I'm thinking about like, do I go even higher? Like, do I go? And then it's like hitting that of like, oh, I don't know why. And I'm like, no, but I know what I'm giving them is I know it. So it's just, again, like standing in my own confidence to own it. Yeah. And I think it's that confidence I actually get through in the messaging and, you know, Mm -hmm. that people understand the value that you're giving them. Mm -hmm. So the price doesn't get to be an issue. Mm-mm. Yeah, because th- that that was like a reflection back the woman who I was talking to yesterday. And she was like, how much have you invested in your business? And then she goes, mm-hmm. if you knew that this would solve your problem, how much would you invest in? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm sure I can find money. Like it was, it's like that like money mindset of like, oh, if I need money, I know I can get it. Yeah. Like there are definite ways. Like I would, I don't know, sell my iPhone. I would, I would sell something, you know, that there's, it's always there. I would not take a vacation. I would eat ramen for a week. Like there's ways, <laughs> you know, there's ways to be like, Hey, if this is really what I need. Yeah. You'll find a way. Happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I think it's great. You actually just keep pushing and raising that price because yeah, like I said, so many people get stuck on that and it really doesn't matter. It's not the most important thing. It's more about messaging and making sure that you feel comfortable about whatever that you're offering. Yeah. And standing in your value of knowing like, what the outcome will be for that person. You know, for a launch strategist, I could see like positioning yourself to say like, yeah, but how much are you going to make through this launch? You know, this is what you've done before, but when you bring in help and support, it's not going to make you worse. (laughs) It's only only going to get you better. Helping clients see like, I think that's a threshold. There's like this like anticipation leading up and it's like this loss. You feel like, oh, I have to pay this much money. And it's really like seeing like, well, what's the return going to be? And I know on social emotional learning that that's an $11 return. So when you invest $1,000 into my program, you're going to be getting an $11,000 return. There have been so many studies say any, anyone who invests in their personal growth, that's an $11 return. So can you create that much value? So then it's an easy buy-in. It's an easy like, yes. <laughs> at now trying to figure out how to make it like a like an easy of course like of course so how are you kind of you said you're going to launch again how are you preparing for this launch compared to the other ones are you doing something totally different again or (laughs) are you trying to do just a little bit of the same things that you've seen that have been working 
So I run a really tight, like most of my leads come in from Instagram and I run a really tight Instagram page and actually I did something counterintuitive and I announced to my following that I'm taking all of Q4 off of Instagram. So I've actually like shut down. Yeah, my I think I saw that actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's, whoa, uh, whoa. <laughs> what is she doing? But then again, you know, I thought, wow, that's powerful. Yeah, right. And it was totally, I saw a video from Gary Vee and he was like, well, what if everybody just like put down their phones in December? And he said, I'm going to nickname it Disappearing December. And as soon as I thought, saw that, it was like October 4th or 5th or whatever. And I was like, what if I did the entire quarter? And then I was like, Oh, I'm going to do it. And like mid launch, mid like sales stream, I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to be like taking all of Q4 off. And everybody was like, wait, what? And the two people joined because they said, I learned so much passively from you via Instagram that made me realize how much I rely on you that when you said that you were going to like stop your account, it made me like instantly want to buy in. So I was like, oh, interesting. (laughs) So uh, I know it's there. So I guess that's what I'm doing differently. I'm also. I'm in talks with an ad strategist to now go in and start build, doing a list building for my ads mm-hmm. and kind of going to go into that route. Um, also thought about maybe going evergreen. I don't know. I'm kind yeah. of like, I gave me myself this quarter to just kind of like create space mm-hmm. to see leading into January, like, what do I want to do? What, how do I want to take over the world? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So when are you launching? Are you launching in January or... I'm coming back in January. I don't know if I'll launch in January. Okay, so you haven't set the launch date for the next launch, basically. No. 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 We'll see. Part of me like wants to get really crazy and just like launch like the last three days of every month and just say like mm-hmm. my enrollment is open for these three days. Like you're either in or you're out and then kind of do a, a hard close down instead of a big launch. But mm-hmm. I don't know. People think I'm crazy for doing that. But yeah, but still, we'll, you know, we'll see. I think I'm going to try it out for a little bit of time and see how it works. And I think it's that constant like, Instead of having like this big push, it's that constant like, hey, you can get in. Hey, are you still yelling? Okay, well, here you go. You can, you cannot yell. Okay, how about this month? You know, like, let's check back in from last month and like mm-hmm. have that constant, like, almost like a pick. Sorry, my cat is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it's like that constant um, pick to see like when will be the right time and then to, to get them in there. So I don't know. I'm just playing around with all those different like pressure points. But you said that you're going to try to run some ads. Is that going to be, mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably going to be on Instagram or are you using any other channels? Um, Maybe Facebook. I, I don't know. Facebook, because I think that that's where that woman came from. Facebook has kind of like, I haven't like reconnected back into my relationship with Facebook yeah. quite yet. <laughs> but you're doing pretty well with Instagram. So, you know, no need Instagram. to go into Facebook yeah. then, right? Yeah. I love Instagram. Yeah. You just got to choose to do whatever that feels right for you. And if Facebook doesn't feel right and you don't want to show up there, well, that's totally fine, right? Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it. Just cut it off. Mm, yeah. That feels good. All right. Um, do you have any tips that, you know, you want to give to the people if they're going to launch either whether it's that's the first time or, you know, the fourth time like you have? I guess like my top three tips. Um, one, find support. Mm-hmm. And and be it a launch strategist, be it a mastermind, be it even just your husband or your spouse, and be like, "Hey, I'm doing this really scary thing. Mm-hmm. Please just tell me how wonderful I am." <laughs> um, and when I start crying, like just rub my back. Um, the second would be don't give up. Like keep showing up. And I think that's the magic is that maybe my offer has changed, 
um, kind of trying to figure out what the right offer and what the right um, positioning like that has changed for me in search of finding something that is truly great. But what hasn't changed is my message and what hasn't changed is the outcomes. So, you know, keep showing that off and don't give up. And then the third would be um, invest in your own personal growth because being an entrepreneur, being a parent, being a human is hard and scary and there's no right answer. And so the more that you can grow your own toolbox of what works for you, then the stronger you will be and you'll better serve your clients. I think that's probably like the biggest lesson I've learned is that life is going to throw things at you. And the more solid your own personal foundation is, Mm -hmm. then you'll be able to just withstand all of the hurricanes that will come because they will come. (laughs) Yeah, they will for sure. One way or another, they will come. One way or another, they will come. And if you want to stay there, then um, yeah, your growth. That's three really awesome tips. Thank you. And uh, if people want to connect with you, figure out, you know, where you can join your program and all that stuff, where can they find you? Um, they can find me first at Instagram. My handle is Be Kind Coaching. That's B-E-K-I-N-D-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, all spelled. Sometimes people like to put two E's and they like try to like be kind of, no. <laughs> but that's not it. Uh, not it. Just just a regular spelling. Yep. Um, and then... My website is BeKindCoaching.com. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. I'll put that in show notes so people can find you and uh, hopefully join your program without, you know, yelling at the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I love what you're doing. I've loved watching your evolution and I really enjoyed being able to come on. Sorry for my pesky cat. <laughs> that's a totally fine. You know, it's life and um, we just got to handle it. So it's totally okay. But thank you yeah. for showing up on the on the podcast. Um, really appreciate you sharing your story and just really yeah, helping parents. I mean, I love that. I can totally relate to that all yelling and all that stuff. So who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll join your <laughs> course. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you're always welcome. But even when you yell, even if, if you're listening, you're like, oh, I can't yell at my kids anymore. Even if you're yelling, I want you to know it's okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.